0: You are listening to the Heart of Tradition Podcast. Hello, yes, for Transdermal Magnesium and the flu and cold season. Um not only is this thing great for cold season but even for the cold uh, sores that can come through as well on the lips you can take a little piece of cotton and put um you know douse it with the product 510 sprays on there and get it really doused and then just leave this cotton organic cotton leave this cotton on your on your lip for about two hours you know at least an hour while it's um, manifesting you know at this first phase where you can really feel it And at that point, what will happen is you'll completely kill its advance. It will not be able to advance any further. It'll just stop it in its tracks. Now, it'll probably, depending on how early you get it, it might manifest as like, you know, more of a scab and then be over. But as far as the infection... And the infective state of that, you know, that feeling at the beginning, that is severely limited. It, it only happens for, you know, even 30 or 40 minutes, not even. And then um, you're on the downslope, which is just the healing of it through um, just airing out and letting it dry out at that point. So uh, many cases I've been able to use this to, um, seen it used to where the, the herpes simplex one, which is like m- the majority of Americans have, um, is not uh, manifesting on the lips ever again Um, and then sometimes in some cases depending on how fast and you know the surroundings if you're not able to you know take care of that or whatever then yes there'll be a small manifestation but it'll be almost uh, um, like cut in half or even more as far as the time it takes to get back to normal so it depends on how how efficiently how conscious you are of what's happening in your body Um, As for um, the cold season, well, in France, you know, it's very famous, they use uh, this uh, magnesium chloride little packages in the pharmacy and they put it in water and then it has this bitter taste and they drink a little bit of it and, you know, it helps them from getting sick in the winter. The problem with this approach is that the magnesium chloride they're using is solvent extracted, it's cheap, it um, can actually cause problems in the kidneys over time, long term, and um, there's a better way to do it. Now you could use this same product that we have, which is like a more pure form of that same idea. So you're gonna have a much higher quality molecularly as far as its power to chelate and pull toxins and things out of the body. You're gonna have a much stronger um, um, set up here and then also a more ecological extraction you know when you extract some, you know it's very hard to extract things that are impure because then you have to clean them and everything so then it becomes very intensive labor-intensive so the problem is you have to find the gold when you find the gold then it's easy um, if you don't then you have to sift and you have to figure you have to do a lot of processes to get it out right so um, so it's the same here. It's like we found the gold, which is this white gold underneath the 250 million year old sea, underneath the two kilometers, underneath Europe, underneath the North Sea, which is an enormous block of uh, Bishofite, which is a natural state magnesium. So that's what's in the bottle. That's it. It's a natural state, not polluted not extracted from solvent and extraction mining in Asia and you know where they mine asbestos and everything else in combination and tandem. So no, that's not happening. So this is actually a real deal. So you could use it in the same way that the French use it, you know, put a little bit in like a soup, one or two sprays in the soup, a couple sprays in like a fresh little small orange juice or something. You know, this is always gonna help the throat. It's also gonna help like, you know, with the, the season, whenever it gets intense, you know, the cold season, you can also apply it on the chest, externally here um, and then little teeny drops you know um, anywhere else that they may be needed but the goal is not to go too much internally because whenever you have that bitter taste it's not like a plant bitter a plant bitter can you know is still kind of an attack on the system but and it strengthens the system so it's but a a mineral bitter is kind of a different thing it's actually a toxicity and it's actually symboling a toxicity to the kidneys so you have to be careful with this type of bitter Um, this mineral bitter um, and just use it in the right way so if you put enough in some sort of water solution or soup or whatever um, and and you don't taste the bitterness well then it's probably gonna work you know so that's kind of what I would recommend if you're going to do it internally but the rest is to do it externally because the external is going to be the overtime longest more enduring solution and most economical too because the skin is made for that it's made to not only absorb it but to redistribute it and to store it inside of herself and then use it when she needs it. So we're just learning how the body works. You know, our Greek and Roman ancestors had already figured all of this out with all of their bath and Roman spa culture. You know, spa in Belgium, that's the name of the place the Romans developed. Bath in England, that's the place the Romans developed. And Magnesia was the origin of that whole culture in Greece. So once we start to see these little sparks of wisdom coming back, we start to realize that there was a way to do this before without pills and the consequences that they bring onto the renal system. So whenever you take the pills, the problem is, is that because we're a highly stimulated coffee society, um, you know, a coffee just popping up on every corner, people are becoming, it's like, there's almost like an intrinsic love affair for coffee and chocolate and everything else that stimulates, including sugars and... You know tea and it, it, there's a kind of a drug notion behind all of it even even in chocolate they which is like you know like tea or caffeine or any of these other you know type of stimulants so um, the problem is is once you move all these stimulants out of the system and then you're not stimulating through other activities you know like I mean even like ecstatic behavior and, and lack of stillness and all these things can form behavioral stimulants you know but um, whenever you stop stimulating and you get to a more sober state inside of yourself um, not only from alcohol and drugs and all that but even all the way down into lack of stimulants um, you start to realize that um, that um, the kidneys are damaged <laughs> you know they're damaged because you couldn't see it because the stimulation was covering it and so we cover all this stuff up and then once we start Um, realizing that because of the lack of nutrient density in our foods and liver and all these things we used to eat once a week etc like we've lost actual real capacity and so we've replaced this real capacity with this kind of fake capacity which is like the nervous system which is like okay I can just keep you know whipping my nervous system and it'll give me the energy I need to take the coffee etc. but overall the kidneys are not being replenished so the real energy or as the Chinese I think it's called the Chi um, there's another word for it, energy, ancestral energy, or there's a couple other words for it, but this chi that comes in through the kidneys um, is no longer um, being, um, you know, um, nourished. So trying to get that back, and uh, we don't want to be using something like a magnesium or other pills which are coming in there and causing the kidney to have more and more difficulty over time, especially long term. Um, you know they're even proving now that black pepper cracked pepper you know can be dangerous for the kidneys we're starting to figure out a lot of things that we just consume all the time we're just not thinking about they're all stimulants and in a sober system these things will have no place I mean I was pretty happy when I moved to France because they didn't use pepper and everything you couldn't find pepper in every single substance like you can in America like they, you would actually buy a, you would actually go and have a soup at some you know bistro or something and the soup would be almost like boring to an american you're like where's the salt and pepper you know but it was like that's the way they do it you know and it doesn't mean there's no pepper at all they might use some cheap like you know white pepper kind of you know powdery stuff but like this cracked like pepper all over everything and doused on the edges and all this you know this is this is also dangerous to the kidneys so we we have to be careful with all of these things because once we start uh once we stop stimulating they all become clear And the kidneys are needed in the long term, not only for just life, but also to detoxify. You need to detoxify the blood and you need to detoxify the heavy metals that are in your system. Now, you'll never be able to detoxify those heavy metals uh, in your system, especially the ones that were placed there through all the vaccinations that we all received. Um, You'll never be able to get any of those out uh, unless you have proper kidney function. And so the kidney function, if it's, hampered uh, usually going into your third age you know 60 and on um, there's no getting that out and so once you can't get it out and there's there was you know the the potential for the vitality to push those things out of the body through sports and activity and 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 even just healing and foods and this deep understanding homeopathy a lot of things which actually contribute to that to to allowing you to be able to get that out of your system um, you know you need a bunch of help you're gonna need all the help you can get you know it's like somebody said once you know you got in here on your own but it's gonna take an army to get you out and so to get you out it's gonna take a lot of understanding you know it's kind of like telling yourself I just want to be a good person well it's gonna take everything you got to do that your mind your heart is everything you have in there it's gonna take just to be a good person that you're talking about so it's not simple but it's worth it and um, so As for the magnesium, you know, find a way to do these things which stimulates, um, which is healthy for the body, coming through the skin. It's not uh, triggering the kidneys to any degree. I mean, it is because it goes in the bloodstream, but it's filtered by 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 the skin. So that's the skin's function. It's a filter and it's the most ubiquitous organ in the body. All of the organs store vitamins, that's famous, that's well known. That the kidneys I mean the the liver stores are you know our backup of vitamin A and and uh, and the I guess you could say the, the the renal system like the adrenals are storing a lot of uh, vitamin C and um, aldosterone and other B vitamins that are tra- that are trapped in there uh, that it uses a lot um, you know we also know that like um, um, the skin stores vitamins we know that with vitamin D I mean that's what we figured out over time and so it also stores magnesium chloride which is the natural form of magnesium so be aware of all these videos out there oh you have to have magnesium threonate you have to have this exact glycinate or this that and the other well all that is those are all L forms which means unnatural forms to a certain degree um, forms of Um, the vitamin that the body makes in our form naturally so all of those threonates and glycinate they're all being made in the body anyway from magnesium chloride they're being made through the acidification processes and association with fats and other things in the body that allow for that assimilation now of course when you go through the skin that process is uh, improved because you're coming through those fats you're coming through that derm you're coming all that is a chance for certain acidification properties of the metal. Things have to break down these metals. They can't just come in and just be absorbed. That's why we have problems absorbing any sort of metal like magnesium or mineral or whatever. Because it takes a second in the body, 24 hours at least, before some of that acidity, some of those things can start wearing that stuff down. So the skin is perfect. So why didn't we think of this before? Well, it's just too easy. You know, it's just too easy. You can't get a patent on it. It's just like the most simple product ever and it does pretty much everything. So it's not gonna cure you of all your diseases, but it is gonna help get you back up to optimum levels where, which is probably one of the biggest reasons we have disease anyway, is is deficiencies that have not been understood, that we think we've understood, but that we have not. And uh, detoxification problems, how to get that stuff out of the body. So those two things in conjunction create most of the diseases today. So, um, I mean, of course, overly materialistic thinking and having no spirit and having none of this reality anywhere and it's just all a, a mechanical world. Yes, this also contributes to cancers and destroying our system too because we're in a bad relationship with our own body. We've denied the fact that spirit is part of us and we are spiritual beings. And so because we've denied that yes that relationship to our body creates a chaotic relationship to the body and what is cancer it's a chaotic relationship to the body it's a parasitical relationship so we have to start seeing things and being more open-minded and stop closing our mind to what what the spirit is and how it helps us in medicine, how homeopathy is also a spiritual type of medicine and how we have to start staying open, keeping our mind open, stop shutting it down, you know, with like all the the millions of quack watch and Snopes and all these sites, which are most of which are total BS and totally created by the American Medical Association to fight their own you know, to, to propagand the other side of their arguments, you understand? Like everything from vaccines are healthy, they're good for us, they've cured all these diseases, etc. None of that's true. You know, most diseases, if you really study vaccines, you'll figure out some alarming truth. And the number one truth you'll probably figure out if you study enough of it, is that most vaccines were introduced a couple years after the epidemic itself, whatever it was, was on its natural decline. And then here comes the vaccine. So, we can you know this is human immunity hygiene and other things coming in uh to win out these things this is god not nature and um and then we blame it on you know nature genetics this that or the other or you know and so we're not seeing the actual truth of it which is that these things are being won through natural immunity and then here comes the pharmaceutical um, industry to take the credit So that's where we get fooled, and we have to wake up from that. You know, vaccine comes from the word uh, cow. That's what the origin of the VACC and vaccine is. It comes from the cow because it was from the smallpox development. And anybody who's traced how smallpox was healed should not be a pro-vaccine person because it's nothing to do with what we're doing today with vaccines. I mean, this was a human, this was a power of observation type of thing where there was a, humans were able to observe clearly what was happening with these people who worked with the, the cows the teats and everything and somehow these people weren't getting sick and so they were able to connect that take the scabs off the cows and then redistribute that as a form of medicine and heal people so this is totally opposite to what we're doing with vaccines today this is like you know we're sticking mercury aluminum all sorts of strange uh, uh, proteins that resemble eggs peanuts wheat and all the things And we have all these alert uh, allergies now to all these things yeah because they're sticking all this stuff in us so and now the vaccine schedules are crazy. I mean, when I see kids today walking around like they're they're like in, I don't know if the autistic spectrum where it starts and ends exactly, but they're at the very beginning of that spectrum. Even if they're not full blown autism, they've hit some the first piece of that spectrum with these vaccines, and uh, it's sad because the kids are kind of emotionally despondent. There's kind of um, or they're they're just there's kind of a despondency on some other level. So anyway, be smart. Don't be stupid. Don't believe the hype and all the stuff that they write about everything online. You got to pull off everything you see online and just listen to your third eye or, you know, your own intuition and, you know, try to find answers uh, with honest people that aren't afraid. I mean, anybody who's going to be talking about anti-vaccine typically is going to be someone with more courage. Now, that doesn't mean that there can't be, quack, you know, all sorts of different, you know, wacky people on all sides, even you can even have anti-vaccine sites that have all sorts of other conspiracies mixed in just to make you feel like, oh, this is just a bunch of crap. You know, so don't don't fall into that type of stuff. But there is honest people, the honest people who are speaking against vaccines and mothers and families that have had, you know, lives destroyed, etc. cetera. Um, those people, it takes much more courage. It doesn't take any courage to do a pro-vaccine site. Zero. So why would you take their side? I mean, why would you think that that's where the truth is coming from, this easy side? I mean, that's almost ridiculous. You know, the truth is never easy. It always pisses you off first. So um, it comes through and it has to wake us up. We're, we, we need to wake up down here. We, we're doing a lot of harmful things to our children. It's time to wake up. So I hope that can be helpful for somebody.